Welcome to the eavesdrop. Welcome to the oh. We have world-renowned beatboxer extraordinaire, golf machine, uh, swing machine. Yeah. The 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 record, the best golfer on good good golf. There it is. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Originally. I thought Garrett was the best. Yeah. And then I saw you hit a hole in one and I'm like, well, obviously. But then Garrett did call it and predicted it. So he like knew and he's like he's more in tune with the game, I think. But he he does that on everything though. Like even even before that hole in one, he'd called like everything just in case he might accidentally get one lucky one. Well, then he's a marketing genius. He's yeah. he's read a Babe Ruth book or two. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that he wasn't really pointing at the stance? He was just swinging his bat up. And, yeah, he was just swinging his bat up and yeah. then he just that was his thing. And then the, all the fanboys, all the Babe Ruth fanboys, all the Yankee fanboys are like, oh my God, this guy's fucking Nostradamus. He predicted what he was gonna do like the, the ball you know who's done that before me really yeah every single time matt did you go with us to the phase uh hmm. to the optic phase shoot okay ask roger roger was there ever okay. since i uh, i met my my now wife i've done anything and everything i go out of my way to impress her every single time good this one good. time we were playing baseball it was me and all my boys we played baseball like on our own because no one was good enough to compete so we, i'm like right. yo we're the best we got to do it against each other right so we're yeah. playing baseball and I told him, like, I looked at the picture. I'm like, yo, throw me a fast one because I'm about to hit a home run to impress her. Guess what happens? Hit a motherfucking home run. That's, that is what is impressive when you call it. 11 years shots. later, we have a baby. Aww. You know what I mean? Well, not a baby. I, 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 like, almost, a, she's going to be 12 in November. Did you know that I have a 12-year-old, Matt? I do it's now. November 3rd. In 16 days, my daughter Olivia is going to be 12 years old. Holy shit, where does time go? She's getting close to the teenager years. Yeah. That's, I'm, that's I'm, I'm excited. Years. Yeah. I'm excited for her. Yeah. It's, it's uh, I mean, obviously, like, I don't know what it's like to grow up, you know, a girl, right? Right. But I also know that, like, she's growing up in an age where, where women are taken more seriously. They're more Absolutely. respected. Absolutely. So I'm excited. Like, I don't want to, I, I, I tell my wife this, she's like, yo, how do you want to, you know, do this? And I'm like, I'm a strict dude, period, mm-hmm. right? Right. But I also don't want to be, I don't want her to fear life, you know. I want her to go out there, enjoy. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel I like go- I feel like women fear because they're like they're afraid that they can't be bosses. They're afraid they can't like have a higher position because people are just gonna be like, "That's for the men to do. You need to stay at home." And yeah. it's like not anymore. And no. I love that. I love that they're getting out. They're kind of like, "I'm here. I'm gonna run this company. I'm gonna be the CEO." Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie to you. When women run things, it it's goes better, so much right? more smoothly. Like there's no there's no bickering. There's no arguing. When I'm at home with Maddie. She runs the place, mm-hmm. and I listen, and it runs smoothly. Yeah. Everything's clean. I get home, and, and things are done. I just love it. It's <laughs> Everything's great. clean. Come I come on, home. Man. It's not. I'm not going to lie oh. to you. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> when you're there, it's clean. Yeah. Yeah, because you know that, that Mama's coming home, exactly. and you, you better be clean. Yep. Matt, uh, we <laughs> are here with Matt Scharf from the Good Good Golf Squadron, from Woo! the Good Good Golf Conglomerate, from the Good Good Golf Billion Dollar Brand. What's yes. going on, brother? How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Um, we've been we've been trying to get this podcast rolling for a little bit, and I've kind of been busy. I've been traveling so much in in the last two months, and it's the most I've been traveling for some weird reason. But 
we got it figured out and now we're here we're here you came in for a for a meeting yesterday yep. you're like you want to do the the podcast Let's right now going. I'm like, no i had i had to do the optic podcast yesterday and then we had trivia and we mm. and we had to do a, a bunch a bunch of stuff now that it's winter what do you guys do you guys just travel nonstop to go golf yeah i mean we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go travel to some nice warm places. Um, I think we're thinking tropical. We got to go somewhere tropical, mm-hmm. whether it be Hawaii, the Bahamas, like somewhere out there where we can we can kind of backload a bunch of content for like two months. Yeah, and then everybody can kind of feel free and like relax a little bit because that's that's just that's just what it is for winter. It just sucks for golf. You lower your chair. I feel like I got to lower my chair yeah. now. Eye level. You know what I mean? That's I perfect. feel like yeah. I'm up here. I'm like, well, you're I'm just like, a tad bit taller your, too because you're I'm the not host. Your teacher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, but they won't see. It. I mean, sometimes they'll see it. Yeah. Um, Matt, uh, who are you today? Well, I'm the guy who made a hole in one on a par four. <laughs> <laughs> on a par four. That's right. I skipped that par three garbage because that's for babies. Yeah. I went straight to the par four. No, that's, that's who I am. Is, is you know what? If I hit a, a, a hole in one on a par four, that would be like, yo, it's me, the par four that's guy. That's right. That's what it I is. Mean, the the go- hole in one par four guy. Wake up every day, and that's just who you are. I look up all my DMs, everything on Snapchat. It's just constantly dude who made a hole in one or par four. I can't even get a normal comment anymore, which is fantastic. I love it, but that's who I am every day. Um, there, there are moments in YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube, like, uh, like religiously almost mm-hmm. part of my, my job and research. I want to be, I, I want to make yeah. sure that I'm, that I'm staying ahead. Um, but it's also like obviously an entertainment source. Um, but I think that that video that you guys made where you made that hole in one is one of the best YouTube moments that I've ever witnessed ever. And I've only said that maybe about like five videos in total. I can't name them. Maybe I'll make a video about my top five favorite moments. But one of them was definitely when Casey Neistat uh, found his drone with a drone. Or oh. or it was the one where he lost a drone on a roof of a building, snuck into a building with like this thing. That was one. The other one was when uh, DC, um, what's his name, uh, uh, Dustin Connell, the the professional fisherman. Oh yeah, uh, was on, on the on twenty in twenty second place in the in the in the F in the uh, one of the tournaments. One of the best pro, pro pro fishing tournaments. This dude went from number twenty two to number one. In a span Dang. of me, bro, it was it was it is one of the best. And and Wes from the Guggen guys edited the fuck out of that video. Like I I haven't felt like I thought I was watching a fucking movie. Is that like like he won because of the most fishes caught or the biggest fish caught or how does that work? Yeah, pounds. Yeah, you Dang. have a so it's like a one pound limit, and when you bring the the fish into the boat, it, you can't let the fish touch any of the boat, right? You just oh, not even frick. the tail can't <laughs> the tail can't do this. Okay, not even grace the the carpet. You gotta watch it, even if you don't fish. Even if you don't fish, you guys have to watch it. Just it was it was one of those moments where like you see a human sort of like not give up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's 21 people ahead of you. There's a couple of hours left, and you're not gonna qualify for the following day. Don't look at my fucking text. <laughs> and this guy is that. <laughs> Yours was one of the dopest one. Like I literally when I've watched it maybe like five times. Yeah, you know me. I'm not a big golfer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably like the only sport that I'm not good at, and only because I never gave it a shot. Right, a shot, a chance. I was gonna say chance. Um, but I, I I keep going back and watching it just because I'm like the way that you guys get happy, hype, and just start Dude. running. It's like a fucking movie. It's it's it was for me obviously the most insane golf memory I'll ever have in my life. Obviously, it's not gonna be topped. Well, you know, par five coming in coming in soon. You never know. But that was just to be on that specific hole that I've played dozens of times like i've been at at like at summer tournaments 
and I played in high school a bunch there and I just went and played for fun. Like I've been there so many times and I know that hole like the back of my hand and to have that hole be exactly where it was. The fact that you couldn't see it from the tee box. Like if I was just filming by myself, I would have made it. I would have never known. Yeah. And then I would have got up to the hole and been like, oh my God, that's insane. No, you probably would have been looking for the ball for such a long time. I would have been looking for the ball for so long. I'd be like, it's over the green. It's probably out. I probably would have took a drop and just played it. Yeah. But like just to, to have that hole be where you can't see it and to have Bart there, Max's dad, and say, hey, a couple of people have made a hole in one in this hole. You should probably get a couple of people by the hole just in case. You know, you never know. Just saying it nonchalantly, like it's not going to happen. You know, yeah. just get some. It'll be cool for the balls to even come in or look cool. You want to tell you something? Don't tell that story like that. Yeah, I probably shouldn't. Yeah, don't tell. I, but, no, but, no, but, but nobody I, but I has to. ever made a fucking hole in one in there. <sighs> I know. And he but, was the first of his kind. All right, I, go on. I, 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 I revisionist yeah. history, I, dude. I want to be able to just say, yeah, I just, I stood, I just stood up there and just did it. But it was, it was the whole sequence of events. The fact that we weren't even thinking about filming that video at all. Like we got up to the the, the T box and hole. 13 we're like we should film a completely different video with 2v2 that would have changed it completely and we're garrett and and steve were like no we need to do a 3v3 i think it would be a great idea and everybody me included was like i don't want to do that we're just like oh this is so freaking stupid i don't want to do it and eventually we film it we win the first hole with a birdie which was insane team stumps usually never wins anything and then we step up to the next hole and for bubby to step up and hit the green i mean that guy doesn't hit greens ever you know what i'm saying like i mean sorry bubby but you don't right and he steps up it's gotta be the football jerseys exactly he hits it to 20 feet we're on the green i'm like wow this is insane and then micah steps up with the three wood and he hits the pin yeah and now everybody in the group's like you got to be kidding me yeah and then garrett's over there like what if we make a hole in one and i'm like okay fine and then i just step up and make it and i don't even know that i make it yeah i just i hit it and it looks like a beautiful shot i'm holding i follow through like i always do i'm looking at it i turn around i'm like i freaking love my group yeah and then max starts crapping his pants and yeah, then i make like, it oh. and then pff, i mean it was just in Sane, and we sprinted. Don't know why we sprinted the full six miles, however yeah. long that hole was. Is it really that, that long? No, it's like it's like a quarter mile probably. Okay, but I mean it was just a dead sprint downhill, uphill. I was like six miles. That that doesn't even make sense. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, we just get up there and and I make it. It was it was a dream come true. I mean, like I think Garrett said in the podcast is people can play golf all their life and never make a hole in one. Mm-hmm. You could be a 112 yard par three. You could play for your whole entire life. You'll never make it. And then I just step up and make it on a 285 yard par four. Insane. Fishermen can fish their entire life and never catch a 10 pound bass. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, that's a fact. 8.4. That might be the biggest fish I'll ever catch yeah. ever. And it's right there. Look, you know what I mean? I look at it every day. I come so, in. So, so for me, I mean, think about it. Like Call of Duty players can play their entire careers and never win Exactly. A game or a championship. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Matt can film. No, you're good. You won an award. Hey, you got the award. Yeah, got the award. <laughs> People can film and never get an eSports award. Exactly. Congratulations, Matt. Yeah. You killed that shit, dude. Um, all right. So so tell me tell me your, your story. Like, where did you grow up? Like, g- give me a yeah. little bit of background before I start asking you gaming questions. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was pretty much, Kansas is where I say I'm from. I lived there for like seven eight years i mean I, I i moved there when i was when i was in middle school so i pretty much just say i'm from kansas um i spent all my high school years there in a small high school called tonganoxy what's it yeah exactly tonganoxy it was an old indian Tonganoxie. chief yeah it was That's an, a dope name yeah it was an old indian chief and then they just it's a chief head and it was just funny because kansas city chiefs and northern yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah i just stayed there for all my high school career um freshman year i got there and i was like Got no clue what I want to do. I've never met any of these people in my life. Mm-hmm. And that was just kind of, I was actually super quiet my freshman year. If no. you, yeah. If you saw me my freshman year of high school and you looked at me and you were like, 
That's just a normal kid. I didn't say barely anything to anybody. I was keeping to myself. I was yeah. like, I want to be calm, cool, and collected and kind how, of away from How old were you in high school? Oh, gosh. I was in my teens, young teens. That's well, all I yeah, know. I mean, I, I think the majority of high schoolers are in their fucking teens, man. Yeah. Well, 13, 14. I mean, I don't how, know. How that was so long ago. <laughs> I was 17. So, yeah, it's been there. I, yeah. I, I answered my I, I, I add, I made a comment to you saying like matt that was such a ridiculous thing for you to say when i'm the moron that asked it knowing that (laughs) i too was a fucking high schooler (laughs) in my fucking teens exactly you're in your you're in your young teens you're you're coming through the puberty stages you're just like uh so freshman year you were like a a, a sweet sweet boy sweet boy really nice to all the teachers i was trying to get in with the teachers because that's how you do it you you can't say that in this day and age because teachers get in with students nowadays that's true i just meant like like showing up to class on time turning in my papers on time, not giving them any grief like yeah. everybody else was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of was a, a, a normal freshman year and then sophomore year hits and I really want to start getting into acting, right? I really started wanting, I want to get on stage. I want to act. I want to be in, in, in the theater. And I want to be in plays and musicals. And I was really scared, but I finally got into something called forensics, debate and forensics, mm. which is not really, it's not stage acting. You're, you go in front of some judges and you get a piece and you act it out essentially is what it is. And so I did it. I was like, this is kind of dumb. I don't know how people do this. And then I go to state and I took six in state. Six. And I was like, I mean, that's pretty good. I've that's never done so that's, good. That's pretty solid. Yeah. And I was kind of looking at some theater things, but then I got into golf uh, and, and I, I started, oh yeah, well, I started golf in my freshman year, but it was kind of like a normal year or whatever. You say you played ball in, in and high I played school? ball. I played ball in high school as well. I, I, uh, uh, basketball. Yeah. No football. No. Well, I did football in eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. But I did get into basketball a little bit and I was kind of between basketball and golf. I really love basketball. It's if, you know, I say it's like my second, it's my second sport. It's my second passion that I've always loved. Um, I was a shooting guard. I played on, I think I, I started on JV a couple of times and I think I, I was, I was, I was, you know, I was, I was pretty decent. I was a good shooting guard. You know, I made lots of threes, lots of, lots of points being made. And then, uh, sophomore year hit and then I decided I kind of want to focus more on golf. And then I kind of took the golf route and I was number one in the golf team after being number two my freshman year. And I was like number one in the golf team. All right, I'm doing great. I was shooting in the 70s, the 80s, had a couple of bad rounds, but I was like, I think this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then junior year comes around and now I'm like, all right, I got golf, I got theater and I got forensics and I got, a, I got academics. How am I going to do this? How am I going to pull it off? Yeah. And then I, I eventually, I figured out, I was, I was, a, I was on the honor roll. I was a straight A student um, and I was able to find a way to use use golf and like theater and academics and all work as one in some weird way weird way you know yeah. like i'd take my acting and i'd go to golf tournaments and use my acting yeah and and all that sort of great stuff and then i started in some musicals and some plays and then i went to state forensics again what, what was it about acting that that sort of drew you to it oh, I, I just like for me it's <clears throat> like becoming a new character mm-hmm. right and obviously we'll talk about this later but watching he's schizophrenic yeah watching doctor Doctor Disrespect, Disrespect yeah. is kind of what gave me the push. I've been I, I watched one like his very first stream that he ever had in his freaking basement with the lights were off, and he was like this weird dude, and everyone's like, "What the hell is this guy? What is what is he gonna do?" And I like I watched him, and I just followed him up, and I just loved the energy that he brought, and like all the smiles he brought on people's faces by just being himself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I should try to take that over into what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I used that to my advantage, and then I went junior year forensics. I won state. And I was like, this is insane. So how long ago was this that you were like five years? I mean, you're not that old. You're like, what, 22 right now? Yeah, I'm 22 right now. So 22, I was, yeah, I was about six six years ago, five, six years ago, something like Dude, that. I was 22 in 2002. Oh, Lord. That's when Maddie was born. <laughs> you're a girlfriend? Yeah. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. She was born in 2002? Yeah. 
That's insane. Hex, you're a freaking dinosaur. I'm a dinosaur, dude. All right. I am. But you know what the good thing is? Is that I don't look it. You know what I mean? Look at the skin. It's true. You do look great. It's fucking great flossing. complexion. Shiny. Great caramelized skin. That's good. What did uh, what did that guy do? Uh, what's his name? Sorry, my brain's like a little mushy today. Is it early? Um, go on. Sorry. Um, and then yeah, so I carried that over junior year. I won state. I was doing really well in golf. I went to state in golf. I think I placed top 50 out of 100, which was, eh, it wasn't great, but it was decent. And then senior year comes around, forensics, one state again. And then uh, golf, I think I was like top 25 or something. And then, you know, theater is doing really well. And then I get a, a scholarship to go to college. What college? Um, so it's called Sterling College. It's in Kansas. It's a little uh, private college up there. Um, and they gave me a scholarship for academics, for being on the honor roll. They gave me a scholarship to play golf. They gave me a scholarship to do forensics. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me a scholarship to be in theater. So I was the one kid in that college that got four scholarships when they only like so allowed two. Did they pay two. you at that point? Yeah, they well they didn't pay for my full college, but they paid for over half, oh, which is pretty solid. I thought that like I mean with the amount of sponsorship you had, I figured I'm like if it's worth a hundred k a year, here's you know fifty for this, fifty for that. Now you're making a hundred thousand a year to go to college yeah. for free. I wish I wish yeah that was, it was the case. I think it was it was kind of like since it was four, they had to like split it up because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they couldn't they couldn't give me a bunch of money for all four because yeah. then I would. They would be owing me money to go to college, and they just they just don't do that kind of stuff. So yeah. they kind of split it up. I went to college for for a decent amount of, of money, but I was doing all four of those things, and then eventually, freshman year, straight A's, like it was, and, and then I won state again in forensics. So now I'm a three time back to back to back to back to back state champion, Ooh, right? Not, Taking that doc not, in there, yeah, two yeah, time yeah. back to back, right? Now it's three time, okay? Yeah. And then uh, I'm like, I'm on top of the world right now. I'm killing it, but then I realize I'm dying out here. Yeah, like I can't do much. all. I cannot do all this stuff, and I had to start picking off the stuff I didn't want to do. First goes forensics because it's just you can't get a job in forensics. It's just for fun. Yeah, and then uh, I actually surprisingly kicked off golf. But you, so you gave up the thing that you were one hundred percent good at. Yeah, one hundred percent, three for three, at. the best at, and I and I gave it up because I I thought I mean I'm not going to really go anywhere with this. Like yeah, there's no job in forensics. I can't put that on a resume and I get a job for that. So I was like, I'll kick that off always have a great passion in my heart and and for doing stuff like that it's really fun and then i was like i gotta i gotta get rid of something else because i gotta slimmer i gotta slim my 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 area of focus down because i academics i wanted to be super super good i wanted to make sure i got a's i was i was in the game i was on my studies but golf lots of practice even in an naia college tons of practice you got to do and then of course theater i got to memorize lines scripts every week yeah and so i got rid of golf and I was like, I, I don't want to do golf anymore. Golf. Yeah, I don't want to do golf anymore. And I just was on theater and academics. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore at all. And so then I dropped out and I was done. Damn. How old were you at this? At the time, like 19? Uh, 18, actually. 18. Yeah. Jesus. 18 so about, within about the first year, 19. you just said, I, I'm mature enough to make these decisions. Yep. You're able to sort of compartmentalize what you want to do exactly. and everything else doesn't matter exactly right? you just put them all in your little thing and through your brain and this is it yep so where do you go from there and then from there like when i was debating on whether i want to drop out or not i was obviously i was talking to garrett a lot mm-hmm. and i was he was he was telling about his old youtube career and we'd been talking a little bit before that and he was like this is what i do i was like this looks stupid I'm not gonna, this looks really <laughs> stupid, bro. What are you doing? You're filming videos on YouTube, and are you even making any money doing this? He's like, yeah, I'm making, I'm making money. I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, come to my knowledge, it was like barely anything. Like it wasn't a lot. It wasn't like he was had a sustained living. Mm-hmm. So he was like, let's just let's just see where it goes. I did a video with him. It was going around all the Kansas City like ranges, and we hit a bunch of balls like throughout the day. That was the first video I was in. 
And I was like, this is actually really fun. Mm-hmm. I got to not only bring in my acting career that I so badly wanted to do, but I also got to be a golfer. And I was like, I now get to combine two things that I had to give up on and now I can make it something, you know? And so I was like, maybe I want to do this. And so I start pushing hard for that. I start being in more videos and eventually I just drop out of college completely. I'm done. And now I'm just doing YouTube videos with Garrett. Yeah. Making nothing. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, a couple months go by and I'm like, I don't think I can do this anymore. I got $1,200 in the bank. I don't, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I got to pay for, I got a car that I got to pay for with insurance and gas and like, I don't have money for that. And you know, eventually it just, it just keeps on getting better. Garrett starts getting a ton of subscribers. He gets a creator on the rise. And I met Steve throughout that whole thing and we're becoming, you know, good buds. And then of course we start that whole beef thing. And we, uh, what, what beef thing? It was, well, <laughs> Steve and me did not really like each other at all. Steve was slow. Yeah. Steve was a, 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 a reserve guy. He, he was on the reserve tank all the time. He kept to himself. He liked the things that he liked and that was it. And then here comes me, this absolute nutcase yeah, right screaming yelling doctor disrespect right in your face right i'm gonna scream at your face and steve's like i hate this dude damn and i was like well that's that's not gonna work because you're best friends with garrett like they've known each other since birth like they're yeah. they're they're one in the same and i'm like i'm kind of trying to squeeze my way in here and so and how did you meet garrett uh well we we actually we golfed together at sunflower hills way back in the day mm-hmm. with me and my brother and that's like the first time i ever saw him but then we we played a lot of tournaments together in summer uh, summer okay. tournaments together and, and that's I just got his number one time and we texted a little bit and, and we talked through Snapchat but you know he 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 was like hey when are you coming back from college and then we talked and then obviously now we're we're yeah. here so you're trying to wedge your way into there this guy doesn't like you because of your mm-hmm. energy yeah and it's not like you can shut that down because no. that's who you are exactly so how do you how did you what did you do to get over that we I don't I don't even know how we started filming videos together because I was like this guy hates me. And I mean, I'm was not, it obvious? Yeah, it was definitely obvious. Like he was, he was like really annoyed with me. You could see it in his face. The very first thing I did when I met this guy is I gave him a hug. Oh fuck! How dare exactly. you? Exactly. I'm gonna touch a guy I don't even know. Yeah. Good God, that was terrible. And so he's like, "Dude, Garrett, get this guy away from me. I don't want to see him ever again." Was he like, "Ugh"? Yeah. Exactly. He was in pure disgust at the fact that I was just like so open and so easy to just like, "What's going on, man? I've known you for a long time." And I know <laughs> we've been Snapchatting a couple of times, but yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. hadn't been nothing. Yeah. And then we start filming a bunch of videos together and then we have the beef and all the videos because we're very competitive. Yeah. So Steve always wants to beat me. I always want to beat Steve. And now we're in this position where it's like, we got to figure this out because it's starting to ruin the relationship. So was it actual beef then? It was. It was actual beef. Like how, what, what went on behind the camera? Just when the cameras, I mean, when cameras turned off, it was just straight to yapping. Like what? It, like just talking mad, mad shit on the other person. Like, yeah, you're so fucking flat. Yeah, like you're, you're terrible. Like, like you're, Steve, down. you're 106 pounds when you're soaking wet. Like you're small, you're weak, you play soccer. What a baby sport. You know, it's like you suck at golf. Look at your swing. It's terrible. I'm going to beat you every single time I play you. Just mad stuff. Yeah. And then eventually we're what like, all right. What would he say? Oh, even worse stuff. I mean, you know, Steve, <laughs> I mean, he, he just he just went in on me and, and he was like, you're short, your, your, your hairline's in the back of your head and, and all this stuff. That's where it all started. Yeah. And then eventually we're like, all right, let's settle it. And we're like, how do you want to do that? Let's have a match. And then we eventually, we, we had a match and, and it just, you know, it went from there and we thought the beef was settled, but it really wasn't. And then we had another one. We started Steve's channel. That was the very first video on his channel. And we started another one and it was like a full eight, nine, 10 months. I don't even know how long it was. of just yeah. pure kind of, kind of like, I'm going to be with you because I have to, Yeah. not because I want to, just because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have to film these videos with Garrett and we have to film together, unfortunately. Yeah. But damn. So what, how long did it take before you guys, are you guys over it? Yeah, we're, well, <laughs> we, we, some, we somehow still every now and then the vid, like 
people won't know it, but there is still a little bit of attention between us every now and then. Just and it's only strictly because we're so competitive. Yeah. Like we both want to win. Steven is now a really good golfer, right? I mean, he's out of everybody in good good, he is the one who's progressed the most. Mm-hmm. Easy by far. Everybody in good good will say it. And he's actually now, if he tries and plays well and practices, he can be one of the best golfers in good good if he if he because mm-hmm. his work ethic is just it's unmatched. It's mm-hmm. it's he knows he knows what he's doing. So now it's it's a little different because now he he can somehow compete with me and and that really pisses me off because I've been playing <laughs> golf for God knows how long since I was what eleven years old yeah and he's been playing for a year and a half and this guy can beat me he's beat me in some matches sometimes yeah so so it, how long ago was this like two years ago yeah two oh, years so ago it's recent yeah me and Steve are just looking at our YouTube analytics and we're like Steve's like I hey, I just posted the first YouTube video I ever posted it was two years ago damn and I was like. Dang, and I look back and I remember I, I posted my stupid car talks and, and it was just like two years ago and I'm like, where has the time gone? Yeah. Now we're now we're building a multi trillion dollar company. Yeah. Well my 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 first video was in two thousand and six on YouTube. Oh, crap. Yeah. That's like back that. when YouTube was different too. Yeah, it was different. There was no rules. There's no it was, rules. It was just you do whatever upload. You Charlie fucking bit me. No. I was painting a train, graffiti. Oh. Yeah, it was oh, a yeah. graffiti train. Um I yeah, that was, that was my first I don't. I don't know what. The, I thought it was like a, a file service at first, mm-hmm. and you just like shared it. I didn't know that anyone can see it. Yeah. And thank God I didn't upload all the other videos. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. X after dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's sick. I you know um, <clears throat> obviously gotten gotten to know you guys for the past like year year and a half, and I I didn't really know like when I when I first met you guys, I started to do research, and the first thing that I saw was you. Like I, I went into your into your Instagram and th- I remember clearly I don't know exactly what it was, it was like to be or not to be and then you're it's like staring into the mirror yes. and you're fucking going off and I'm like oh my god this guy's a fucking superstar yeah that's the first thing that I thought of dang yeah, the yeah. to be or not to be soliloquy yeah the soliloquy that's crazy yeah, yeah I saw it and I was like man this guy's fucking great I came back and I'm like that's the guy right there yeah yeah so you know your your energy might be too much for a lot of people not for me Matt. Not for me. It it definitely is. I just watched the the good good infected video that we just filmed recently, mm-hmm. and a lot of hate, a ton of hate. People were just like bashing me so hard because the energy levels are super high. Yeah, and and people can't handle it because you know your traditional golfer is quiet, play golf, be done. Well, you know what? People that do the same thing as other people never get nowhere. Mm-hmm, exactly. There's those who set themselves apart. Yeah. Uh, Bobby wearing fucking jerseys. jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> You know, a, a lot of people that I know have made comments about it. Yeah, exactly. They're like, they're like dude, this guy is fucking wild. Mm-hmm. He's like, golf is such a fancy, Gosh. reserved. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like, don't fucking talk. And then you got this guy who screams when he makes a two-footer. Yeah. And then people on the golf course can hear it from like six holes away. And they're like, shut up God. over there. And I'm like, no. No. This this is a fun sport. Change. I'm trying to change the sport a little bit. I want everybody in the world, not just the traditional golfer, mm-hmm. to be able to come out in the sport and realize it's not about being quiet and you got to wear polos and you got to do this and you got to do that. It's just like, come out to the golf course with your buddies. Yeah. Go to a public course where it's cheap. Find some cheap clubs and go have some fun. Yeah. It's actually a really fun sport when you don't break it down in a technicality aspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. when you're just like, okay, I got to hit this shot. I got to do this. I got to make sure I shoot 73 today because my parents are going to be pissed. No, yeah. you go out and you're like, I don't care what I shoot. I just got to get it, the ball in the hole. Get some beers and, and and go play some golf. My favorite thing to do when I go golfing with Nate shot is to be his caddy, but I don't carry nothing. Obviously, obviously I don't fucking obviously, carry nothing. Yeah. He can carry his own bag. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> driving him around and shit, smoking a joint, just yeah. cruising, that's my shit. Exactly. That's why well, well, every time Maddie goes, she's like, I want to drive the cart. Because yeah. it's like fun. I'm like, oh, exactly. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Find something you really like doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I've been invited to a couple of uh, golf tournaments. We're in a golf tournament together. I put you down as Optic Matt, so nobody yeah. knows that it's Matt Sharp. I mean, maybe now that they see this, they might be like, yo, uh, wait, who the fuck is the rest of your team? <gasps> yeah, they're going to be scared. Okay? Be but scared. I think that I'm a, I'm a big enough sandbag yep. or handicap that, you know, that, that it, it'll make it fair. Yeah. Absolutely. Unless unless I apply my naturally God given ability to be good at everything. Yeah, I mean, if you just step up and you're like, all right, I'm I'm hacks, I'm gonna get this done, and then you yeah. just you know hole in one and almost every hole, and then we're gonna win. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't I I, I didn't know that the uh, that the that the beef that you guys. I thought like some some of it obviously as you know we're in the entertainment business and you know you turn the dial a little bit on your yep. personality, but not completely to where it's a job to fucking like like Doc. You would think that he like that's him. Yeah, that's him off and on the fucking camera that's like he's always been like that yeah the only time he hasn't been like that was maybe when he was working at uh sledgehammer where he was like a little bit more reserved but from oh. the beginning i remember we were in the crowd when when we won the million dollar the first ever million dollar tournament in the in the in the uh in call of duty and we we're in the crowd and optics about to win and all of a sudden Boom, they win. I turn around and I'm like, yo, he fucking gives me the biggest bear hug. He's like, I'm so happy for you. And then here's Jericho, fucking Gold Club, and all, all these original YouTubers. And uh, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't fucking know you were here, Doc. Like, well, I, I mean, it's, you know, like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, so w when did you get introduced? Like, you played video games, obviously, growing up? Yeah, I, play, I, played, I, played, I played a fair share of video games when I was younger. Um, every single day I'd come home from school and I was like, the first thing I, I really cared to do. I played a lot of. Uh, back in the day, I had PlayStation 2, and I was really rocking Battlefront when it came out. Mm -hmm. That was like the game that was hot. You got to be a Jedi. Like, it was insane. I played that a ton. Um, I was even rocking the GameCube back in the day, and I was playing, uh, oh, what the hell was the game called? I don't know. I think there was a sports game or something that was out there, and I played that a ton. Um, and then I graduated PS2, and then I got, I think I got the PS3, and I just, I kept playing like Madden and stuff. And then I got involved with like Call of Duty. You know, oh. I, I I don't know. I just, I saw the game and everybody was talking about it. And I was like, everyone says the original Call of Duty Black Ops, the zombies are lit. Yeah. On Keno D. Tilton, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, let's, <laughs> let's just, let's see what happens. And me and my brother would play for hours. Yeah. I think the highest we ever got was, it was somewhere in the, the 70s or 80s for the level. And the zombies are just running at you. And we got the thunder gun and ray gun and we're just freaking killing it. And we know the cheat codes and mm -hmm, like, you know, mm -hmm. all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and then it just, you know, it just kept going and moving and then obviously got into Modern Warfare. Yeah. The the one, I don't remember, I think it was MW2 potentially. Like it was one where you jumped through the, the window and it was like the snow scene. That was one of my favorite campaigns. I'd played it so many times. Um, and then I don't know how I got involved in multiplayer, but eventually I, I jumped into the multiplayer realm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, everyone's talking about like this where you can play other people. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's see what this is about. And then I jumped on multiplayer. Did and you have your headset on? Yeah, I had my little. I had my. You heard all the people. Is that weird to you? Yeah, it was, it was fucking so weird. It to was me. insane that I could hear uh, other people and like I'd kill someone and then they'd be like, "Oh my god, dude, you suck!" And then I'm like, "Were they talking about me? Mm -hmm. Were they mad that I just killed them?" And then I just I kept going back. I think I had the world. I mean, I was like number one in the world at some point. You know what I'm saying? Were I was you like, really? No, I was just kidding. Oh, uh, I was no. like, I, I would have believed it. Casual yeah. players do wild ass shit. No, I was, but I was really, really good. I, I I played a ton. I was really good. I was in the leaderboards. I know that for sure. Um, and then eventually it just it somehow just kind of slowly phased out. Yeah. Because obviously you start getting into school and you start caring a little bit more. Yeah. And then well, obviously, I don't know, but I, I believe you. Yeah. And then you get into college and you start doing that stuff and it's just kind of like now you have to make a choice. Is it going to be focusing on this or is it going to be focusing on this? And obviously I, I took I took this side over here. But, you know, I still I still casually play, you know, some some COD every now and then. Um, but really what I did was I just watched the doc. Mm -hmm. I didn't even play. I didn't even care to play. I only cared to watch him play. 
mm-hmm. because he was so good. So he was just the wait what? Because he was what? Because he was really good. Oh, was all right. So anyway, let's move let's move <laughs> on from that. Uh, so when you went to YouTube to search for Call of Duty, you come across this dude. Like, how did you come across him, and what like? Because is he like the only YouTuber that you watched from Call of Duty? He was the pretty much the only one that I watched. Uh, Dave, my brother David was was kind of how he got. He's the one who kind of introduced me to him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, dude, look at this freaking crazy guy I've been watching, and it was it was obviously the Doc, and I was like, what the hell is this guy? This guy is a freaking nutcase. Mm-hmm. And then I watched one of his one of his full full lives, and I was like. Back when he was on 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 Twitch, when he was playing PUBG, mm-hmm. you know, he's playing the the classic games, and I watched a f- whole entire thing, and then I just started. It was like three four a.m. in the morning, and I was going back on all his YouTube videos, all his crazy clips that he did, and I just watched him for like hours. Mm-hmm. And at that minute, I was hooked. This guy's insane. He's a monster, and he's actually. This is what people don't understand: is he is a machine on the games. Like he's not only, I think, in my opinion, the best entertainer, but he can actually play. And I think I think that's what sets him apart is yeah. the fact that he knows how to play the video games up to like a very very high level, but then he can also grab well, the crowd. A, I guess to a casual gamer, he would seem like you know a person that can play at high level. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Anyway, go on. <laughs> but yeah, I was just I was just impressed at the way that he could play really well, and he was really really good at entertaining. Um, I just thought it was something completely different that I'd never seen before. He he was for sure ahead of his time. Yeah. And in the original. Doctor Disrespect sort of season, let's call it season one. He canceled himself, right? Like he mm-hmm. said, and I'm not talking about, like he literally, like his show was, he, he said, I got to go do this other thing. Yeah. The fact that he brought it back and gave it another shot, knowing yeah. that, bro, because he was, think about this, right? In 2009, 2010, he was Doctor Disrespect, Okay. And at the time, Optic had a massive fan base. I mean, we still do, but at the time for those days, Optic was the it. Mm-hmm. D-Treats sort of finds him. D-Treats shows him to me, and I'm like, bro, this guy is fucking hilarious. Let's like, let's promote him. Let's collab with him, etc. Anyway, all that happens, and then he just he didn't draw in what he should have drawn in at the time. He was ahead of his time. And then you fast forward five, six years, and this is like for everybody out there that's trying and is not succeeding, it's okay to take a little bit of break to do something else. Yeah. But don't ever give up on the fact that you know that you have something in you that is going to be accepted or liked or whatever. Yeah. Because when this dude came back, there was no... There was no necessarily a there was not necessarily any like promotion around him. Like he came back on his own and did his own thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, and then look at him now, right? Like exactly. obviously he's he's uh, there's a pop pop uh, yeah, pop head thing over there. He's got his own headset. This dude. You know yeah. what I mean? So he he definitely like changed the game. You know mm-hmm. he he made it acceptable to not be necessarily yourself, but it's okay to bring characters into into yeah. something. Have you seen all of his work? Pretty much all of it, yeah. So you saw? Have you seen all the Randy videos that he made? No, maybe not. How Randy about uh, how about uh, Alexander Rodrigo? Oh yes, you've seen Alexander yeah. Rodrigo. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so he used to do these skits. He used to do these like dope ass skits that are just like fucking hilarious. I had, I literally, literally, and I mean this, ahead of his time. I think that even right now he is he's ahead still, of his yeah. time. Yeah, I think I think that uh that he's got a long long career ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Um. We'll see. Yeah. You know? uh, Matt, give me a second. Let me say hello to the sponsors. But first, I want to remind you guys that this Friday at 12 CST, we're going to be dropping the new Hex Quarters merchandise. The last of the year. The last drop of the Hex Quarters merchandise is up for grabs at 12 o'clock. And it is 
our favorite drop. And I say our, I mean Omen said myself, my, my boy. Um, we, have, we have, it is the sickest drop we've done. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're, we're taking a different approach. We're having fun with it and that's what it is. Go check it out. It's, it's pristino. It's so good. Uh, so. Getting to it. Upstart is the first sponsor of the podcast this week, and I want to thank them for coming back again. Uh, what would you do if you didn't have high-interest loans or credit card debt? Wouldn't that be nice? With Upstart, you can pay off your existing debt quickly and easily and start living your life without the pain, the stress, the constant reminder of, yo, I have to make this payment very soon here. If you're carrying a credit card balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt with no end in sight. Upstart can help you uh, make that final payment so you can get ahead. If you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. The weight of debt can be crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. How? Well, find out how uh, Upstart can help you lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash eavesdrop. That's E-A-V-E-S-D-R-O-P. Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your credit card debt or all your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding your personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear pay date. How does that work? Essentially, somebody's going to give you a credit line of, call it, 50 grand. I'm just talking. It depends on, on, on case by case. Rather than looking at credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check out your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 and $50,000, right? If you go to upstart.com slash eavesdrop, don't forget to use the URL that's listed in the description. It makes it easier. Upstart.com slash eavesdrop. Uh, your loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and other certain information provided by you in your application. Upstart.com slash eavesdrop. That's E-A-V-E-S-D-R-O-P. U-P-S-T-A-R-T.com. Go check it out. Uh, and check it out, man. I mean, try to get ahead. Like, try everything until you're able to live a comfortable life where your financial freedom isn't hanging on the line. Curology, the next podcast, one of my favorite ones, because I want to make people know and understand taking care of your skin, especially you men out there. Women have that on us all day long. They actually care about moisturizers. They actually care about scrubs. You know who else cares about that? Me and everybody else around me because I make sure of it. I make sure that they all take care of themselves, right? Uh, and a lot of you have been opting for skincare. I get it, right? Like I said, I do it. The truth is that most actually care about our skin. We just don't know where to start. If you're looking for something simple that works without being complicated, then you have to go to Curology. Everything ships right through your door. Your first 30 days are absolutely free. All you have to do is, I think, pay for shipping or something. Uh, you just cover the five bucks. There it is. You just cover five bucks for shipping and handling. And then all of your very specific formulated formulas for you come straight to your door, right? Sign up for Curology and Minage by sharing your skin type and skin goals. A licensed dermatology provider can create a custom formula made for you. Like the one they, you know, like one personalized formula that's all you for your skin. Whether you have pimples, whether you have scars, or like whatever it is, trust me, if you start today, it'll be better in the long run. They've also got some other amazing products that you can also add to your subscription an acne body wash, emergency spot patches, so you can do it up. Or keep it simple. For me, it's like it's about the convenience, right? Like I don't have time to go to the store. I don't have time to, you know, tell Jude what I need or what I'm missing. Literally, put in my information. 
they send it to me. And right now, if you go to Curology.com slash Hex, that's H3CZ for a thirty. 30- for a free 30-day trial, just pay for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash H3CC to unlock your first 30-day trial. Securology.com for all the details. The link will be in the description down below. Make it a super easy. Again, don't forget about the Hex Quarters drop uh, that will be coming on Friday, this Friday, 12 o'clock Central Standard Time. Cool. So back on the on the doctor and then we'll close it out because this isn't a doctor disrespect podcast okay? right like i know you're a big fan he's a good friend of mine i'm also a big fan mm-hmm. um when uh when i when i when i facetimed him was that the first time you ever talked that to was him? the first time i ever saw the doc in his true form as well yeah, yeah. and it was it was uh obviously you saw the text that i sent you i was like that was insane to be able to to see him that was it was a really crazy i'm here moment. to make dreams happen you yeah. know what i mean hex the dream maker that's yeah. what we call him in the office so we're we're here you know we're in the hallway and then uh i i'm like i'm like yo you want me to call doc real quick so i fucking facetime this dude he picks up right that was insane he's i'm not i mean i'm not gonna say what he was doing but he was and in, in some movie set somewhere yeah you remember that he had yeah. like a ghillie suit or some shit so, yeah what's it what was it do you remember I, it was just it, it you were was, probably like <laughs> he was like he was like filming from like here and it was just like getting makeup on and shit yeah some, something was like happening he was in his true form and I was like, I don't even know what to say at this point. And then he gives me a compliment. And then, then I grab my pants. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want your hair. I Did was like, smell? I want your face. Didn't smell right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd you eat that day? This is my problem with you healthy people. Okay. Huh. This is my problem with you healthy people. You, when you fart, it smells. You know I know, isn't I mean? that weird? And it's, we eat good, such good food. You, th- you would think, here I am, living life, my farts never smell. That's weird. Every so Lucky. often, I'll be like, what the fuck? That couldn't have came from me. That's my that's my wife. My farts don't smell. Maddie, did you know that my farts don't smell? Yeah, he's heard it many times. Well, I can I can rock a graveyard. I'll tell you that right now. My I can I eat one egg. It's game. I eat eggs this morning. You're lucky I haven't crapped the bed yet. They're bad. Yeah, they're uh, bad. The eggs are bad. Tell me, tell me about your you, you you all of you are like super into fitness. Is it because you oh, guys yeah. consider yourself athletes? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you're <laughs> uh, seriously. <clears throat> what's up? What's like? No, golf is not a sport. So, all right. No, it <laughs> is. It is. It is. It is. Uh, <laughs> what, what What I meant was like, uh, like what 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 is the drive behind this? Is it just competition amongst each other? Like, do you know? Like, are you better if you're stronger and swing hard? Because I would think that golf is a little bit more of a finesse game than. than yeah, I think it, it definitely is. It's definitely a finesse game. You do not need to be the biggest guy in the world at all by any means. Um, for me, it's just like, I want to show people that you can get big and you can get super, super strong yeah. and still play the game. Golf. I mean, DeChambeau is something. Exactly. DeChambeau is, he is the one reason, the exact reason that you need to show that you can gain 30 pounds of muscle and you can literally not only be the number one driver on tour and hit it the furthest, but you can still play a great game of golf. He's no Kyle Berkshire, but he can, yeah, he's no burnt tire, but he, he can still, tire. he can still crack it really hard. Like he can still get after it. So yeah. That's that's just kind of my my theories behind it is I want people to know that you can get in the gym, you can get big, and you can still figure out a way. It's all about flexibility. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Because like the reason Bryson DeChambeau can hit it so far is obviously he's got the strength, but like look at the exercises he does and the flexibility he has to attain to still be able to do that kind of stuff. Because if he didn't work on that, yeah, he would not hit the ball nearly uh, as far would, as he does. He would tense yeah, up. He would be like Your, this. His muscles would just yeah contract. A quarter swing. It would be terrible. But he can still get his club all the way back there and still crush it. So. That's what you got to be able to really focus on is making sure you're still flexible in the golf swing. That is how you're going to be able to hit it really far. And if you're super flexible and you're not strong, you can still hit it really far. So it is definitely a finesse sport. It comes down to short game at the end of the day. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to tell everybody. You, who cares how far you hit it, right? 
but you know, you hit it in the center of the fairway and you got 190 out every single time, but you can always hit the green from there. That that's, what's going to win the championships. Mm. Um, all right. Well, I want to ask you a couple of questions that I don't necessarily do, but I'm, I have something in my brain that I want to get off and I want to get your opinion on it. Mm. Are you a conspiracy theorist? Do you follow conspiracies? <laughs> Not really. No. Do you believe in ghosts? Have you ever experienced a ghost? No. UFOs. Do you believe in UFOs? I believe. I'm, I, well, I think there's some out there, but I've never seen one. No. Yeah. Have you heard of the La Palma volcano that's happening right now? No. So there's a volcano far, far away off the coast of uh, Africa in the Canary Canary Islands. I keep saying Canary in the Canary Islands. Okay. Um, it's 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 bad. If if uh, the side of it breaks off into the ocean, it would create a mega tsunami, which will reach the United States and wipe out the entire East Coast. Lake Okeechobee's gone. Miami's gone. Charlotte's gone, but, you know. Yeah, Charlotte's been gone. Yeah. Easy. I like that because Hitch is from there. So um, so you haven't heard any of that? No, I haven't heard any of that. That's crazy. That like This is what I mean. The government's keeping that. I'm kidding. I don't know if it's the fucking government. But I, also, I just, I don't even, like some people like research this stuff. I just have never taken. I was watching. Taken. Taking the time to research that kind of stuff. You know what's I just, crazy? I, I, I. In high school, I was a big conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. I read every single conspiracy book on the Freemasons, on the Illuminati, et cetera, et cetera. Like, that was my high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would, I would play ball every single day. Which ball? Name it. We were playing that. Basketball, my, yeah. my favorite sport. Uh, we play soccer, baseball, volleyball. Like, we played every, football, best, best quarterback out of all my friends. Ooh, no, one, no one, Not only can they, no one on my friends, like my friends from high school, can throw farther than me, but they can't throw more accurately than me. Same with me. Yeah, not a I baseball, was, not a football. I'm just that guy. Yeah. I was quarterback as well in high school, in, uh, in my eighth grade year. Yeah? Yeah. Starter on the B team. What, what? On the B team. Yeah, there's one, I remember the one play, I got to share the story quick. One play that I had as a quarterback, I got on the field. And we had like nine seconds left and they, you know, he snaps the ball to me. We're in a, we're kind of in a shotgun formation and I already know my wide receivers suck. Right. Mm. So I catch the ball. I look for like half a second and I dart and I'd had about a 45, 50 yard run before I got tackled as a quarterback, which is insane for me. So you ran it. I ran it. I I said, screw the wide receivers. You guys all suck. Right. Let me get involved here. Yeah. My running back was literally smaller than me and I was like 102 pounds. And then I just took off dart and I was like juking and mooking and puking on these freaking slumps. And then what happened? And I got tackled. You got tackled. Wait, well, you scored though? No. Oh. <laughs> so I, it's kind I, of an embarrassing I, well, story because I. I'm glad you paused the podcast to tell us that story. Man. Well, I mean, you know. It, it's like, holy well, like, guys, hold on. <laughs> I have to tell this story of when I ran the ball. When I almost scored. <laughs> and I almost fucking scored. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is cool. I don't know. I think uh, back to the volcano thing. Like it's 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 a pretty big thing, and the more research I do on it, the more scared I get. And I don't get scared for myself because I'm in Texas. We're in Texas. Yeah, I, I get scared for Lake Okeechobee. You know, it's one of my favorite fishing spots ever. Oh, the people there too, obviously. Yeah, the people are great. You know, people are yeah. humans are awesome. Yeah, and humans people. Let's keep humans around. <laughs> no, I'm I'm actually no. Let's not keep them around. Did you know that if every <laughs> that, that that if every insect or let's say the bees. Mm-hmm. If the bees go extinct, the entire world dies. Did you know about that? Yeah, I heard. I have heard stuff like that. Did you also know that if every human gets wiped out and goes extinct, the Earth would crumble? Be, no, Earth would well, replenish I, itself and live forever. That's true because animals would just roam the Earth. Nature would take care of itself. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But here we are. Humans have definitely not added anything of value to the Earth. You know, not not like humans are worthless. I'm just saying, like Earth used to be 
nature. Yeah. And then now we've added factories and buildings yeah. and polluted this environment. Yes. Now that's what Earth is. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's one of those things where you're like, man, it's, I'm like, I can't hate on humans because I'm a human. Yeah. But I'm also like, damn, we suck. We need to get it. We need to get it together. Like, actually. It is impossible. And How it do is you impossible. coordinate... A billion people to get together. Seven. Seven billion, billion people so, to get yeah. together. How do you, yeah. yeah. How do you coordinate one billion people? How do you coordinate a hundred thousand? You can't even get ten people together to have a conversation about something. No. It's like you know how hard it is to get a podcast going. You know how hard it is to get the good good guys to get in one room. It's yeah. actually impossible. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. We we never had that problem because we had the house. Yeah. We had a house in which everybody lived, and sometimes people would come out of their bedrooms. This guy right here. God damn it, he was always in his bedroom, but he was Steve. depressed. That's Steve. But is Steve depressed? Should look into it. Should ask him. I don't think he's, he's depressed. He just really likes being by himself and being honest. Like he's around a lot of people all the time. He's out of his element, out of his comfort zone. And he just goes to his room and he's like, "Leave me the hell alone for yeah. a little bit." I'm, I'm just the same like, I respect way. It. Yeah, I'm the same way. When I get home, I need like from five to six thirty. I need just like literally put my phone down, yes. and I don't answer it. Yeah. I mean, if it's my lawyer, I have to, but I, I don't answer any texts. Smart. Six and a half. Six and a half. Six thirty. Then I go out. Hang out in the kitchen with Liv and Jude, pick up, text, whatever. But yep. I do need my time alone. My girlfriend was just talking. My, my girlfriend. <laughs> Uh-oh. And my wife. Uh-oh. <laughs> <All right. laughs> my wife, I, I, I've i known her. My, my girl's been my girl since, like, I don't know, forever. You that's know what I mean? Awesome. This, that's my, my soulmate. So me calling her my girl or my girlfriend is like, has always been there. Yeah. Anyway, she's like, she's like, like, for a guy that has a lot of friends, like, you really don't ever need to be friends with all your friends like you just spend time by yourself all the time you don't go out of your way to hang out with people I'm like, look if if the people i'm hanging out with are not about making that that cash yeah i'm not hanging out why am i hanging out yeah because even when you hang out you have theories you have uh strategy sessions you know what i mean even when you're hanging out you have these like oh my god we should do this those are the those are the conversations that get me out of my house to go hang out and, and like relax and do shit like yeah i do that every so often but you can do that at your house in the comfort of your own home with your yeah. wife yeah, yeah. Balance. What is uh obviously you know obviously YouTube you 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 have that going you have uh all your TikTok obviously you're you're a funny dude. Outside of this, do you have a side hustle that you have been eyeing? Um, oh man, I mean obviously I really want to get into acting. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that acting, here's the thing: acting takes work, it takes a lot of time. You gotta you gotta create a demo reel. You gotta you gotta get in auditions. You gotta get a a freaking agent that's on your side. Like there's a lot of pieces of that puzzle that you have to get mm-hmm. and. I mean, I'm not really in a position to be able to do that, unfortunately, because I want to I want to devote my time through. to good, good. And I want to make sure that the brand is good because it's not just me and this brand. Obviously, I'm, you know, I'm relying on other people and other people are relying on me. So I kind of need to be there, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much 100 percent be attentive to that. So if I were to devote my time to acting, which is my passion that I really want to do, good, good would fail because I just wouldn't be there because mm-hmm. it'd be like, I, sorry, I got an acting gig. Uh, well, we're supposed to film a podcast next yeah. week. Same thing. Got to be somewhere. So it would just, it would crumble and fall. So I'm trying to put that on hold. The good news is I'm young. I can, I, you know, you can be an actor when you're 30, 40, yeah. you know, it, yeah, doesn't, yeah, it yeah. doesn't really matter. So, and maybe YouTube can be a push for that. You know, maybe, maybe that can be a way for me to get into acting. You know, I, there's yeah, a bunch 100%. of different railways that, yeah. you know, that that can happen. So I'm just really trying to devote my time to, to good, good, be there for the videos, be hilarious, be funny, be myself really bring that energy and uh, and make sure this thing runs smoothly. But acting is definitely something I really want to do. Um, I really love doing crazy, stupid stuff like beatboxing all the time in my free time. I do that just by myself. It's really weird, right? Yeah. No, it's not. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's ex- uh, uh, self-expression. Yeah. I yeah. just, I love doing that. 
Uh, I love singing in my free time. I love, you know, I still love musicals and stuff, so I still listen to musicals and I still sing. Yeah, what what about musicals? I've never, I never got into musicals. I just, it's just not my thing. I tried yeah. once. It's, I didn't really try. It's, but, an, it's an acquired taste, I'll say that. Yeah, so like uh, uh, Mary Poppins and shit? Yeah, Mary Poppins. I played uh, Aldolfo in The Drowsy Chaperone. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of that. Um, he was uh, an Italian lover. That's the only character description I got from my coach. He was like, you're an Fitting. Italian lover. And he left. And I was like, sweet, I'll make something happen. What's your nationality? Uh... Russian. Are you really? Yeah. You look Italian. That's yeah. why I'm like, oh, Italian. I've gotten Italian. I've gotten uh, Mexican. Um, I can see it. Just everything, everything besides American, really. Because yeah. I've got that caramelized skin and like a yeah. dark complexion. That good, and, that good, good. Yeah, that good, good skin. That good, good skin. Yeah. That bronze. That bronze, Carmelo. Have you have you done your uh, your 23 and Me or your? No, I haven't. Uh, you I should. I still. I got to do that and, and figure out all that information, but. <laughs> you yeah. literally spit into a vial, send it off. They get they they clone you. Yeah, they clone me first. They clone you Government first. Government takes you, yeah, and then they, and then clone they tell you. you. It's like, yo, you got. For me, it was three percent, four percent English, or from the English oh, uh, island. Three uh, percent from the Iberian Peninsula. That's uh, Egypt, yeah. uh, Greece. Uh, it. Just in case you're not good at geometry, um, yeah, I'm terrible. <laughs> I, I said geometry, but it's geography. I was making yeah. a joke. They, you kept up. Yeah. Uh, but the last one was 51% Native American. Oh, I can see that for sure. Yeah. Steve is, I think, up in that area, that number as well. Yeah. So See, when I told Pomodish that, he was like, oh, shit, my brother. And I was like, yes, in theory. But you're thinking of Native Americans from the United States. I'm a Native American from, from the Aztecs. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We brought forth the concept of zero. Yeah. For humanity to be able the to Mayan calendar and all the great stuff that happened. Yeah, there. we taught the world how to properly. How to, yeah. pro- we gifted the world the proper way to study astrology. Yeah. You know That's what I mean? That maybe you? might be why you're so in tune with like looking at conspiracy theories and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's just in your I'm, blood. I'm a, yeah. Look, you see the stars. See the stars in the, the head. See the stars. It's like I'm an astrologist. Okay. Astronomers. I can see that for sure. I watch movies about it. Oh, from the man to the moon, or some shit. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I the only reason I the only reason I ask that is because it, it, a lot of people have different different answers to that, right? Like, are, are there any side hustles that you have, right? Like, and and, right. and the reason I ask this is because from the beginning, I'm like, this isn't. I, I can't just do this one thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I I you know diversify and all that shit. Um, and some people have like some pretty cool side hustles and i wanted to see if you if you had one but acting would be like the ultimate side hustle i think exactly best thing to be pardon if anyone gets offended by this but i think that if i wasn't doing what i'm doing i think that the number one career the number one thing that people want to be is an athlete first then an actor then maybe a rock star or singer or pop star that sort of thing and then i don't know something else yeah What, what do you think I think that's definitely true. Everybody wants to be an athlete. Everyone wants to go D1. Everybody wants to play in the freaking pros, right? Yeah. And then everybody on earth wants to be an actor somehow. Like, they mm-hmm. want to star in a movie. Of course you do. Everybody does. Um, singer, pop star, like, who doesn't want to be the lead singer or the lead guitarist on the freaking stage with yeah. millions of people to watch? Um, is, I, is it? A, I mean, is, do you think it's a popularity and being accepted by a bunch of people? Yeah. In a, yeah is people, that, is, people want the, the gratification. They want the fame. They want... You know, a lot of people that, that want to do those sorts of things have probably been in the dark their whole life and mm-hmm. not a lot of people pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. But if they can try to showcase their talent, then they can be accepted by millions of people. And then that's where they can be like, wow, I finally made it. You yeah. know what I mean? One of the most beautiful things, in my opinion, about YouTube is that it has it has sort of 
it has sort of shaped the world into a new way to make money doing what you love. Yeah. I think, I, and I and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I think that YouTube is one of the best things that one of the best things that has ever happened. There's a lot of negative shit that happens on YouTube. Sure, yeah. the, the 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 comment section. It, not on my videos, but the comment section on a lot of videos are just a cesspool of fucking ignorant motherfuckers that don't know how to just <laughs> shut up. You Literally. know what I mean? Nothing's from nowhere is having a comment, uh, uh, a position on something that they're not qualified even the slightest into, you know, being, mm -hmm. being able to do something like that. Um, but it has, in, in meeting somebody like you who loves golf and is making a living off of golf because you love golf, Maddie loves cameras and editing, so he's making a living off of that. Like, I think that the amount of artists specifically in this, in this day and age that have been able to truly express themselves the way that they do and make a living of it. The term starving artist is no longer an option. It's no, it's no longer an excuse for anyone, yeah. right? Because you can literally have a Patreon. You can you, you can have this, this everything that's around, surrounding your content on YouTube. Mm -hmm. right? Carpenters. I mean, na you name one hobby that people have and I can show you a very successful millionaire that came exactly. from that. Exactly, yeah. And, that's, and like you said, that's one of the greatest things about YouTube is if you have something you want to do and you want to showcase your talent, you can throw it up on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it, it's a lot more than just throwing it up and leaving it. You're going to have to be able to deal with the hate comments 24-7. You're going to have to deal with the fact that your stuff is not going to go viral right away. You're mm -hmm. not going to be a Post Malone where your first video you post gets 10 million views. It's mm -hmm. not going to happen. Um, so if you can figure out, if you can, what I said is talk to people who are in it. Mm -hmm. You, you know, anybody else that, that is big in the, in the YouTube industry, um, and, and kind of pick their brain a little bit for, for me, it was Colin, Colin Ross. He's yeah. our, our videographer and, and editor. Um, and he was doing YouTube around that same time as you, about 2006, 2007 Minecraft. Yeah. And if you can find those people that are in it and you can pick their brains and you can kind of talk to them and have them be your mentor or coach through, through your YouTube experience, number one, you're going to be a lot more successful Yeah. and, and you're going to be able to, to pursue YouTube without that fear of, okay, I'm going to post a video and it's going to get five views yeah. and now I hate my life again and I don't want to do anything again. Mm. Nobody watches it. Nobody watches me. Who gives a crap about me? But when you have those people with you, like, no, keep posting, be consistent. You got to be in the algorithm. Here's the things you got to do to be successful on mm -hmm, YouTube. Bada mm -hmm. bing, bada boom. Yeah. And then eventually you'll start building that loyal following and then YouTube can be, you know, a gateway for you to be that famous singer, you know, mm -hmm. to get on American Idol and get your yeah, chance. You don't need labels anymore. Exactly. That, that to me is like the again the sort of the equalizer right mm -hmm. where where there's a lot of gatekeeping in the movie industry where there's a lot of gatekeeping yes. in in the music industry um I think that like gaming is sort of like on that cusp of people just like not being cool with other people doing shit and maybe it's because I'm old and I know I've lived life yeah. I know that there's room for everybody to be successful in this thing that I'm just like so annoyed by some of the some of the shit but that brings me to my question about um, forensics. Why don't you turn the camera on, have somebody toss you what you should be forensicking, mm -hmm. and fucking just let loose? You love doing it. You won. Yeah. You're good at it. No, is someone doing it on YouTube? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so. Well, no. there you go. You're welcome. Yeah. You know, because I think I just got you in a movie. You might have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I you think, have to. You have to do it. I think right? that would. I think that would be great. Yeah. To 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 showcase my I would I can't believe I haven't even ever thought of that before. Look, th this is this is this is me. Okay. This is Hex. This is the me. dream maker, maker folks. Yeah. So yeah. you're welcome. Thank you. Uh I want to when on your thank you speech mm -hmm. with the uh, Oscar. Yeah. I want you to say Hex. I'm looking at you, man. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Doc, okay. not you. Not you. <laughs> Hex. Yeah, so I, I when you when you were saying that it's just you in front of an audience 
I'm like, that's what YouTubing is. Exactly. Right? exactly YouTube is a is. giant forensics. Yeah. That's what it is. That's Everybody exactly what it is. performing for a bunch of judges that yep. are watching you. And and how did you get the topics? Which was like, we're like, you're a mechanic and you're, <laughs> you just accidentally lower the jack and you killed your cat. Yeah. That there that was something called impromptu. There's impromptu speech where you got like, uh, you got a person, you got like a place, and then you got the thing you were doing. And then you would have to like find a way to act it out and, and create something funny or serious or whatever it might be. So there was definitely impromptu, but there was also like prose and poetry where you would go online and you would find a piece, mm. right? And then you would become the character in the piece. Um, and then you would find a way to, you know, act that oh, out. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That You should do that. Yeah. You should. I mean, I don't know if you would go with the the people that are making you do shit because some of it's going to be super trolly. Yeah. But sometimes like you should take the trolley and then switch it around and, you know, make the troll fucking eat the soap. Exactly. Like an, yeah. And, you know, say that analogy comes from uh, state troopers or super troopers. You ever seen that movie? Yeah, no. You've never seen super troopers. Is that, is that about turtles? No, that's that's completely different. Let's not even forget I said that, Matt. Look at me. You're looking at me. I'm looking Matt, at you. Don't edit it. Matts don't look at ah, each other. So Matts don't make a wrong. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you've never seen Super Troopers. I don't think so. Dude, uh, like uh, littering and littering and smoking the reefer. No? <laughs> no. It's like, make him, it's like <laughs> take a bite out of him. Make, make, make him look like a dick. I've never seen never. Can I get a liter it. of cola? Guys, if I'm forgetting any dope quotes from from Super Troopers, leave them in the description down below. You have some homework to do, my friend. I do. And, I, and I, look, I'm not mad at the fact. I'm not mad at the fact that because you're 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 22. Yeah. You're younger than Seth. Yeah. You know what I mean. And Scump was the youngest. Mm-hmm. Now he's way up there. Okay? He's an old dude now. Uh, I wonder now if all the other young people have you ever seen Super Troopers, Matt? Okay, Matt's Matt's old. How old are you, Matt? 25, three oh. years older than you. So he's got that experience. He was a senior when you were a freshman. Ah, that's tough. Yeah. You, you went to Kansas too, right? Oh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's yeah, close yeah. enough. Dude, I can't believe... Uh, do you watch TV at all? Honestly, no. Shows? What's your favorite show? Uh, my favorite show right now is... Oh, God, can I Succession. say this? No, it's The Bachelorette. You can't... I'm a, listen, I'm going to give you a pass because all through my 20s, I'm talking about... I can't believe I just said that on the podcast. No, no, you're good. Dude, I'm, this is one of my favorite. It, it's used- a great show. There's lots of drama. Now, right. do you watch The Bachelorette or The Bachelor? The Bachelorette. So I, do I. I, I don't yeah. watch The Bachelor. I don't. I think The Bachelor's stupid because it's, it's a bunch of women. Yeah. For and, me. But, but, but not like that, but I'm saying because women. Here's a, no, 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 no. <laughs> Romance going to see this. She's going to rip my heart out. No. When you see a bunch of women, here's the thing. Women do not get along. Yeah. So that's universal. That. Yeah. So there's a lot of bickering and stuff. There's a lot more bickering going on. And, yeah. and women actually hate each other. They've never met each other. So yeah. for men, it's just kind of like, dude, I'm here. Yeah. You know, it's a little different. For me, it was my toxic masculinity. Yeah. My 90s growing up the way that I did. And I'm working on it, right? Like yeah. I know that the era in which grew up, that I grew up in with no internet. Imagine a world where it's, like, it's uncivilized. Oh to grow up without a fucking internet, That's it's insane. uncivilized. Yeah. But I used to watch it because I could not believe that grown men, okay, this is what toxic masculinity, I apologize, okay, but I'm also me, yeah. okay? I'm just like, this is me, all right? <laughs> I would love to see, I, I just love seeing him cry. I'm like, this dude's fucking crying Dang, on TV. that is... <laughs> I would laugh. I'd be like, oh, oh, baby, 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 look at this guy. She'd be like, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's You're okay gonna get to through it. Maddie's okay. over there like with him, crying with him. And I'm just like. Yeah, because I, I never quite, I'm like, is he acting? I'm like, is that forensics? I said to myself. You, you actually don't know because they, some of them are in there just for the, the screen time and the acting. Yeah. Like they're just acting like they don't 
gift. Would, would Maddie let you enter the bachelor? The I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, nobody would. Who'd show up? Freaking Garrett. You know, I got who was going to no, show up. No, you would be the bachelor. You would be one of the bachelors, one of the 24. Oh, one of the 24. Okay. Did you get a rose? I don't know. I don't I know. Would I make it past round one? Does he make it? Yes, you would. I think I think, so. I, I, think I might get it. Now, one. what would you pull up in? Would you be in the limo, school bus, golf cart? I would pull up in a, in a, in a Rolls Royce golf cart, right? Okay. All gold. Yep. And I would have my face on the side of it. Of course. So she doesn't forget. Yep. And, you know, that would be one of our dates as well, is if I make it like to one-on-one time, is we'd take the golf cart and we just, we'd go to like a nice little, we'd drive up like a sunset thing and yeah. then we'd park and there would be a picnic and then I'd open up the golf seat and there would be two bottles of champagne um, and with some glasses that are chilled and then we would just enjoy the sunset together and then I would get that rose. I try, I try to look at the, I saw the sunset once. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Yeah. Mr. Earthman, are you kidding me? It happens every day. It does happen every day. But yeah. imagine I want to see the last sunset. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to see the last one. Uh, and I want to see the last one. You know what I mean? I want to, yeah. I want, and I want to know. Yeah. Because it will happen one day. It will right? happen. I will see will a set. sunset for and, the last time. Yeah. Isn't it scary that the sun will set and never rise again? The scariest thing about anything and everything in life is the fact that you never know when the last when when that was the last thing that you did ever oh my right? god like, i hate I, that i, I, I don't hate re- that. I, I hate that and i hate thinking about it right like i don't remember the last time that i drove the x6 the hex six i don't remember the last time that and that's what scared me into into drawing as much as i'm drawing lately right because i gave oh, yeah, up my art a for artist. a long time thank you for a long time i gave up on that and then one thing scared me and it came from a really dark place <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it, Matt. You're gonna have to have to uh, block this, all right? Unless you think it's like usually. One day, I was in California. I was stoned out of my brain, and I just started. I I I started thinking, and then I'm like, I'm like, man, how many boners do I have left in me? <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I'm because okay. I'm, 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 I'm 41, <laughs> right? Right. And I'm like, damn, like at some point you stop getting boners. And like, do you, like, will you know that that's the last boner? Ah, damn. That, so that, you're 22. That's so that's like not a concern. That's, that's a long way away for me. But yeah, it's not a, it's not a concern scary to think to about. It's, it's so scary. You know, you know what I mean? Like once I, and then I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm like, damn, what's if I died today? What's the last piece of artwork that I created? I'm like, how many? Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, how many pieces of art do I have in me? By the time I'd like, do I want to, do I want to be, do I want to be 90 and not have any work to show to myself or not? I'm like, what was in my brain at that time that just didn't come out? Yeah, that's, that's actually insane. Like thinking about that, like when's the last time I'm going to hit a golf ball? Yeah. Like when's the last time I'm going to play a full round of 18? Yeah. When's the last time I'm going to make a hole in one in a part? It's crazy to actually think about. And, but, but I think for you, like the art thing. Because first of all, I've I've seen all your art. I follow your stories. I look at your page. You you are an actually a fantastic artist. Thank you. And I think I think that's a really really good escape for you. Um, and I think it's a great escape for millions of people as well as like those simple things like book reading when yeah. people just pick up a book and they sit on their couch and they read for hours. Yeah. I think those small things are are fantastic because number one, your eyes are off a screen, okay. and I know your eyes are on a screen a lot, yeah. just like me. That's that's my life. I got to be on a screen all the time. So when I sit down, and I read a book. It's finally like I can look at pages. I can look at words and there's no screens involved and it's just kind of like me time and i think that's fantastic but i think maybe for you if you set a goal like if if you can get one piece of artwork done a day yeah or you know for a week or something you know something simple like that i think i think that would be amazing because in that way you're never thinking about 
Oh crap! When's the last time I'm gonna do a piece of art? Yeah, that was two months ago. I know. Oh crap! I could have been dead in that two months, and then I, I wouldn't even remember. No. So I think I think that's great. Think about it's trying to set a goal for yourself. I need to set a goal of like I need to read a book a week or a book a month or something like that. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a great idea. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I don't know. It's uh it, it it came into my head. It's stuck in there, and that's what I stuck. Like luckily, that's what I fucking focused yeah. on. You know what I mean? Not yeah. On, <laughs> I gotta make sure I get a boner today. Like yep. count the boners. <laughs> like if you think about it, you could in theory start tracking today. Yeah. How many you have, and then when you stop, you could be like, well, frick. That was uh, April seven thousand nine hundred and fifty-five yeah. boners. Yeah, because I, I mean, seen oh, one it'd be so tough for me. Months. It'd be so tough for me because I just get so many RB, so many random boners throughout the day, and I just. It just makes no sense. I don't even know why the body does it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I'd just be sitting in my car driving, thinking about literally nothing, and then, what the hell was that? I didn't even yeah. do anything. Wait, you can drive when you have one? Yeah. You can't? I can't see. Anyway, we're going to end the podcast right there, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, and if you guys enjoyed my man as much as I enjoy watching his content, his YouTube information, his Twitter information. You know, how come we know? I do have Twitter. I do have Twitter. You do. You do. I, I really don't post on it much, but I do have one. I, you know that Twitter has a video option, right? Like you I did can, not. You I can, don't know nothing about it. So tell Max. Tell Colin. Just simple clips. Upload them to the Good Good channel. Just best clips. Best yeah, clips of the week. The, the hole-in-one did really good for me, and then there was one that me and Garrett did. You know that viral trick shot yeah. we did way back yeah, in the yeah, day? Yeah. That went on there and it got like six hundred thousand views, and I know that's a ton for for Twitter. You got six hundred on Twitter? Yeah, we got. I like should have immediately told you, yo, we should be on fucking Twitter too. I know. What am I stupid or something? I don't look. I don't want to be the one to say it or break it right. to you. Okay, because you're the dream maker, so. not the dream crusher. I'm not the dream crusher. Oh no, yes I am. That is true. You do. You could probably crush some dreams. I, look, I don't. I don't like to be in a position to crush dreams, but sometimes I have to. Too. Yeah. That's the the worst part about my job is when people make me do my job. Mm. The worst part about my job is when I have to act my position. Dang. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dream crusher. I'm, just, I'm kidding. Um, anyway, <laughs> like I said, all of this information is in the description below. Bro, thank you so much for, for stopping yes, by. Thank you. Um, we'll see you guys on the next one. Episode number 114 coming at you next week. Who's the guest? I don't know. Me neither. Yeah, don't, we don't know, right, Matt? Like, who could it be? It'll Matt be, has ideas. It'll be Matt, actually. On the podcast. He's already been on a podcast. Episode oh. number? Six. 99. 99. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it? 93. I, I don't know. Was... I thought I don't look it up. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you to Curology and Upstart. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Peace.